In this Shabbos, we learn the second chapter of Pirkei Avos. So, Rebbe said, I explained in, in the last Shabbos of bringing, that when the Mishnah talks about um, the way the Torah um, this was passed on from generation to generation, um, and then it talks about how what each tzaddik of each generation taught, so we have to say that there's a connection between two, the two parts of the Mishnah. That means that the teaching of the tzaddik of the second generation is connected to the teacher of the previous generation and with the teaching of the tzaddik of the previous generation. So in chapter 2, in Ethics of Our Fathers, Mishnah 8, according to the way the Alter Rebbe set up these Mishnahs in his Siddur, says the, says the Mishnah, Rabbi Yechonim and Zakkai received the Torah from Hillel and Shammai. He used to say, if you learned a lot of Torah, don't consider yourself to be so great. Don't Don't hold good for yourself, literally, because this is the reason you were created. The um, mission mentions five students that Yechonim and Zakkai had. That's not really relevant to what we're discussing, because the mission, that mission is just talking about students he had in general. But we're not talking about students of Rabbi Yechem and Zaka. We're talking about who received the Torah from who. Who was the recipient of the Torah? Who is, who is the one that in that generation, that's what the Torah was, you know? So, according to what we learned, we have to say that there's a connection between the teaching of Rabbi and Zakai and Hillel and Shammai, whose teachings were brought in the previous Mishnahs. The teaching of Hillel was brought in the Mishnah before. The teaching of Shammai was brought in chapter 1. So you need to understand the connection between, thank you very much, the teaching of Bicham and Zakkai uh, and, and the teachings of Hill and Shammai. We also need to understand the Mishnah in chapter 1 describes how each tzaddik received the Torah from the tzaddik of the previous generation. Only in chapter 1. And in uh, this Mishnah in chapter 2. But in regards to who got the Torah after Bicham and Zakkai, you can't see it in the, in the, in the Mishnah. It, it, it stops with the, this, this Rabbi Yechimah Zakkai in chapter 2 of Pirkei Avis and says that he got the Torah from Hillel and Shammai. But who got the Torah after him? Who was a tzaddik of the next generation and received the Torah from him? doesn't say that. You only can know this from the introduction of the Rambam, um, where he describes the whole order of how the Torah was transferred from generation to generation past that time. Let's make pause for an inter- advertisement. Tonight is the Sima Rambam, and it's a great time to, uh, to get connected to that. It's a blessing in so many different ways. main blessing is that, it, as Rebbe said, by studying the whole Torah, all the Jewish people, it, um, it connects all the Jewish people to the study of all the, Jewish, all, the, of all the Torah, and it's, uh, this, this is the Yalbuk Road to Mashiach. So, tonight we're finishing. So, according to this, it's understood. Since the Mishnah... Um, well, it could finish on tomorrow also. I mean, the next year is the, is the last year. So, since... The, huh? Yeah. Since this Mishnah talks about the order of how the Torah is passed on from generation to generation, why is it in this chapter? It should have been in the chapter where it discusses the, uh, all that the Mishnah is going to tell us about how the Torah, um, how the tradition was passed on. Why is this Mishnah written in chapter 2 
after the introduction, interruption of many other missions which are not talking about the, um, the, the Torah being passed on generation to generation. So you need to understand this. So there will, in every Febring in this period, they will explain a Rashi, they will explain the teaching of Kabbalah. Let's go to the Prikyavis, and if we have time to do something more, we'll do something more. Um, says, so what's the explanation of Prikyavis like this? The Mishra says, if you learned a lot of Torah, don't so feel great, great about yourself, because that's what you created. The Tana, the, 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 the author of the Mishnah, could have said um, that on page um, Membez, page in line 33, um, the Tana could have spoken about Tana could have said, the reason why I'm telling you this is because I learned so much Torah, and there's no one like me who studied as much Torah as me. And therefore, I could tell you, if you learned a lot of Torah, don't feel so great about yourself, because I have learned more Torah than you can imagine. You could have said that. Um, that, that, that and that's why I could tell you this teaching. Um, if this teaching was given through a person who learned a lot of Torah, but someone else learned more Torah than him, so then he couldn't tell someone else more Torah than him, um, hey, if you learned a lot of Torah, don't feel so great, because you didn't learn, if that other person learned more than him. And therefore, this teaching was said specifically through Rabbi Yechem and Zakai. Because Rabbi Yechem and Zakai was someone who learned Torah in a very um, amazing way. As Gemara says, that Rabbi Yechem and Zakai was someone who did not um, miss anything in the Chumash, in the Mishnah, in the Gemara, in the Allah, and the Gada. For 80 years, he studied and taught Torah. So his study of Torah was in a way, there was no time to think about what his soul, was going on, what was going on with his soul. And therefore, at the end of his life, right before he passed away, when he made a calculation of where he was in the world, he said, I don't know where I'm going. He said, I don't know where I'm going because he had no time to think about where he was going because the whole time he was busy doing his mission. At the end of his life, it was time to, to make a calculation of, of, of his life and to do tshuva. So then, his question was about the essence of his soul. And uh, what exactly his question was is, is a... Um, um, because he had a question about the essence of his soul, he maybe do, do, he may have done a lot of mitzvahs externally, but what's going on inside? He still had a question about. That's not really the purpose of our discussion now. The point is that he was so busy doing his mission his whole life, and therefore, um, therefore, he had no time to uh, to think about what his spiritual standing was, because and that's the way a Jew is supposed to be. He's supposed to focus on his mission, not not so much about where he's up to, how many points he has. So since Rebbechem and Zakai studied so much Torah. That's why he was the one who authored this teaching. If you learned a lot of Torah, don't feel so great about yourself. Now, Rebbechem and Zakkai, his teaching is connected with the teachings of Hillel and Shammai. Hillel and Shammai are the ones who taught him Torah. So what does his teaching have to do with what Hillel and Shammai taught? So what did Hillel teach in the Mishnah before this? Hillel said, Hillel used to say, if you learn the more Torah, the more life. The more time you spend in yeshiva, and sitting and learning, you add more wisdom. 
The more advice you get, the more understanding you have. If you've acquired the words of Torah, you've acquired a share in the world to come. So since the teaching of Hillel is talking about how great Torah study is, so Rabbi Yechman Zakei, who was a student of Hillel, who received the Torah from Hillel, he continues and says, if you don't like the Torah, don't feel so great about yourself. But a question could be asked. From the teaching of Rabbi Yechman Zakei, it's understood that you should study Torah without thinking of reward. Don't, think, don't feel so great about yourself. That's why you were created. That's what Rabbi Yechman Zakei said. So how does that fit with the teaching of Hillel? Hillel says, if you learn Torah, you get the world to come. In other words, Hillel is saying, learn Torah to get the world to come. Think about getting a reward. Reichem and Zakeh is saying, forget about you. Don't feel great about yourself, Kuyon Torah. That's why you're made. That's a whole different message than Hillel's message, which is, if you learn Torah, you're going to get the world to come. It's a good thing. It's a good thing because you're going to get something. Reichem and Zakeh is saying, don't think about what you're going to get. So how does Reichem and Zakeh continue the teaching of Hillel next generation where it seems that he's veering from what, he's, what he was taught. He's talking about being altruistic and selfless beyond what he received from Hillel. What's going on? So the answer is like this. Hillel says if you learn Torah, if you acquire Torah, you acquire the life of the world to come. There's two translations of what that can mean. The world to come can be referring to the reward for souls, in the, in the Gan Eden for what they've done in this world. As Raman writes, the reason why it's called the world to come is not because it doesn't exist, rather it's because it's a life that comes to a person after this world. But it exists. It's not a world that's going to happen. Another meaning is, it's a world that's going to come. It's a world of the resurrection of the, those who have passed away when Mashiach will come. The world to come is referring to the coming of Mashiach. So regarding the coming of Mashiach, regarding the resurrection of the dead, the Rambam says, what's everyone going to do when Mashiach comes? Says the Rambam, the whole world will not be involved in anything else other than the knowledge of Hashem. Everyone will be involved in understanding the knowledge of Hashem as much as man can, because the whole world will be full of the knowledge of Hashem, like water covers the ocean bed. The right we're studying this because this is the last words of, that's the same Rambam, that's how we're going to conclude the Rambam tonight. So, it's understood that everything that will happen when Mashiach will come is not a reward that is superimposed on the Jewish people. Because the whole existence of the Jewish people is, is about knowing Hashem. It's not something, it's not just a reward for them. That's who they are. Our involvement of the study of Hashem's knowledge, the knowledge of Hashem, Mashiach will come, is not something superimposed upon us. That's, that's our natural reality. That's not just a reward. That's who we are. We're going to be home, in other words. So that's, here we saw the difference. Ganeidin is a reward. The coming of Mashiach, when the whole world will be full of knowledge of Hashem, and we're only studying Torah, only studying Chassidus, or studying the knowledge of Hashem, we're not going to, it's not going to be something that's, 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 that's foreign to us, that's going to be given to us, a reward that's something else. Rather, it's, it's, it's the whole existence of Jewish people is expressed in the knowledge of Hashem. And you see this in the verse that Ram concludes with. The world will be full of knowledge of Hashem, like water covers the ocean bed. The understanding of the knowledge of Hashem, when Mashiach will come, will be the very being of the world, of the creatures of the world. Just like fish in the ocean. What's the existence of fish in the ocean? What are fish in the ocean? 
Rabbi Shimon Galil says like this, let's say it was possible to immerse yourself in the eye of a fish. Let's say instead of going to the mikveh, all of a sudden a barrel put a fish over there, right? So you immerse yourself and all of a sudden you find yourself in this eye of a fish. So are you, is it considered that you've, 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 you've gone to the mikveh or not? Or let's say your finger is stuck in the eye of the fish, whatever. You, you, is that considered a chatzitza? When you go in the mikveh, you're not supposed to have anything separating between your body and the mikveh. So you immerse in the eye of a fish, Rabbi Galil says, it's, it's not considered separation. Anything else but a fish is considered separation. It's considered a chatzitza, a, 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 what's the word for chatzitza? Something that, an interruption between you, your body and the water of the mikveh. But the fish is not. Why? Chatzitza. Thank you. Why? Because since the whole Indian, the whole fish is about the sea, the fish is about the water, therefore it's not considered separation. So when we talk about fish and the water, fish are considered, they're created from the water, and they're considered part of the water. So you can't say, imagine someone would say, fish are in the, are in the ocean because that's a reward for them. It's not a reward for them. That's what fish are. Fish are part of the ocean. A reward is something which is not you. A reward is something which is not, not you. It's something else that's given to you. Fish in the ocean, not a reward. That's where fish belong. That's where fish are. Fish are part of the ocean. To the extent that not even considered something that's not ocean. When you go in the fish, you're going in the ocean. So when Hillel says, when you acquire words of Torah, you acquire the life of the world to come, what's Hillel referring to? He's referring to the coming of Mashiach. He's referring to the time of Tchiyas HaMesim. And that's why it's very in sync to the following Mishnah, the teaching of Yechim Zakai, who says, you learned a lot of Torah, don't feel so great about yourself, that's what you're created. What he's saying is, the whole existence of a Jew studying Torah is connected to the very core of who they are. It's their essence. That's why they were created. That's who they are. And that's the reason why they're going to get... That, that's what the world to come is about. That's what Tchiyas HaMesim is about. Tchiyas HaMesim is about how you are going home to your reality, to the study of Torah. It's not something foreign to you. That's you. You are the Torah. It's not a reward. It's who you, it's who you are. So that's why Hillel's teaching, Rechel and Zakkai's teaching, are not, are not different. They're the same. If Hill was talking about getting aid and getting a reward, yeah, that would be very different to what Rechel and Zakkai is saying, so don't, don't think about reward. Think about just your creator for this and, 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 and show up. But Hill wasn't saying you're going to get a reward. Hill was saying you're going to get Chiyas HaMesim. What's Chiyas HaMesim mean? That, you, that you're, it's going to be revealed what you are. What are you? You are a fish in the ocean. You are, you are, you are Tera. Your, your study of Tera is you. And, and so Rabbi Yechman Zaka says that's what you created. That, 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 that's a, a, a parcel. That, that, that's, for, that's the reason why Mashiach will come. You're going to be, feel at home in the words of Tera because that's who you are. You're created for that. Your whole being is Tera. And this also is connected to the teaching of Shammai. Rabbi Yechman Zakai received the Torah from Hill and Shammai. So what, in the Mishnah of the previous chapter, Hill, Shammai gives us his teaching. What was Shammai's teaching? Make your Torah study to be permanent. Say little, do much. Greet everybody with happiness, with a smile. Besides Rabbi Yechman Zakai's involvement in in um, studying Torah, he was also involved in the needs of his community. As it says in the Sifri, Pirnas Yisrael, he was the one who fed, who, he, he led the Jewish people and took care of their needs. We also find in the Gemara, in Gitin, that Rabbi Yechem and Zakkai gave honor to the government. He was the one who had the conversation with the Roman government about the, about the impending destruction of the Beis Migdash, 
and he asked the emperor to uh, spare the yeshiva of Yavna and its sages in order that the Torah study should be continued. Um, so though the person, he, um, uh, he was asking this from, um, was um, someone who um, responsible for uh, the destruction of the Yisim Igdash, um, the, the Torah describes this person as an Adir, as someone very mighty. It says, Levonin will fall with an Adir. Levonin means the base of Mikdash, and it will fall by someone great. So since this person uh, became the emperor of Rome, so he achieved, he had greatness in that regard, so that's why he was the one who was able to fulfill this prophecy, the Levonin will fall by this mighty one. So Rabbi Yechamazake asks this person that he should have ownership of Yavna, ownership of this yeshiva, and his request was before the Beis was destroyed. Yushalayim was still in full strength. They knew already that the Beis was going to be destroyed. And that's what Yechem was asking, can at least spare the yeshiva. So in that circumstance, when Yushalayim was still in its full strength, before the destruction, Rabbi Yechem asked and he received the uh, responsibility and the, the, um, the ownership of that yeshiva. And... The, the idea of Rabbi Yechman Zakkai receiving the Shiva from this person who destroyed the Beis HaMikdash is similar to Moshe Rabbeinu receiving the secret of how to stop a plague from the angel of death. The Torah says that Moshe Rabbeinu met the angel of death and he gave him the secret to how to stop a plague which was to offer incense. Uh, Aaron should offer incense, that should stop the plague. So there's a similar concept over there that Moshe Rabbeinu is receiving from the angel of death something that's very positive. So to Rechem and Zakkai, he's receiving the power of Torah, the, the power to run the yeshiva from this angel of death, this guy who destroys the base of English. So, Rechem and Zakkai was involved in helping the community and he even was involved after um, the Romans made a siege around Jerusalem. So there, were, there was a lot of fighting among the Jewish people, infighting, about how to deal with the Romans. Should they fight with the Romans? Should they make peace with the Romans? And there was a group called the Bayanim who uh, were related, uh, one of the, their leaders was, was um, a relative of Rebbe Muzakai. And Rebbe Muzakai was also involved then in trying to deal with, with the uh, infighting. So the, the rule is, if you're involved in communal, communal matters, you are exempt from the study of Torah. And yet, he studied Torah with an amazing way. So even in his involvement with the government, his involvement was about the study of Torah. And that's a connection between the teaching of Rabbi Yechman Zakkai and the teaching of, of Shammai. What did Shammai say? Have a set time to study Torah. Although Shammai said, say little and do much, and he said, uh, greet everybody with a smile, which is similar to what Hillel said. Hillel said, be a student of, student of Aaron, love creatures, bring them close to Torah. But the main thing, so, Hill, so Shammai did a lot of smiles, right? Shammai did a lot of doing and helping other people. Um, but his main thing was the study of Torah. And that's why he said the Torah study should be permanent. So that's why he is connected to Rabbi uh, Yechman Zakkai, because also Rabbi Yechman Zakkai did a lot of other things, but his, his, he still was able to preserve his study of Torah. Um, Chaim Peretz is wondering, why is, am I calling Shammai such a friendly fellow? Isn't he the guy who had the story with the convert? And he told, and he, and he discouraged him, and he told him, he, he, he moved him with the, uh, 
with 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 the ruler of the. So, uh, if I'm correctly, the Rebbe said that actually it was after that story that ha- that Shammai became he he he, he discovered this. Uh, the, the, he saw what Hill had done, and now Hill brought this person to Torah through bringing friendly to him, and that's why Shammai learned from Hill, and that's why he um, told all of us that we should learn from this, we should smile. Um, you know, it says to Israel, it says it's better to give someone teeth than to give them milk. You heard this before? You know about this. I have to, I have to tell this to you. You're the guy who does this. <laughs> teeth means give them a smile. When you smile at somebody, they see your teeth. Better give someone your teeth than to give them a smile. Than to give them a glass of milk. Okay. Uh, but some people are looking for milk this morning. I see the milk is here. Okay, now. <laughs> so, we asked them one more question. So, we answered two of our questions. Our question was, why is Yechem Azakeh's teaching follow um, the teachers? We said that in order, whenever the mission presents the teaching of the next generation, it's always connected to teaching the previous generation. So we answer that. We answer why Rehman Zakai's teaching is associated with his teachers, with Hillel's teaching, with Shammai's teaching. He learned from Hillel about the coming of Mashiach and how we're all going to be um, in our home, at home, which is in this totally immersed in the study of Torah. And in that, um, and that's why he presents his teaching and says, that's what you created. You know why Mashiach will come, it's going to be so natural to you. It's going to be your home because that's what you're all about. A Jew is about Torah. And this is also connected to the teaching of Shammai, because Shammai says Torah study should be permanent, although you have lots of things you've got to do, you're, and you're a communal leader, whatever it is, don't, don't lose on Torah study. Now we have one more question, though. The last question we have is, what is the, the connection between the teaching of Rabbi Yechonim ben Zakkai to the second chapter of Pekiyavis? All the other sages in the list of how the Torah's tradition is passed on are in chapter 1. Rabbi Yechimah is the only one in chapter 2. He was the one who received the Torah from Hillel and Shammai. And for some reason, the Mishnah doesn't put him in the previous chapter where we have everyone else who, is, who the Mishnah tells us about how the, how the Torah is passed on, except for him. So the answer is like this. The reason why he's not in chapter 1 is as follows. Hillel was the leader of the Jewish people. So, after the Mishnah brings us the words of Hillel in chapter 1, it stops in middle of the tradition of how the Torah is passed on, in order to tell us the order of leaders that were after Hill. And nevertheless, the Mishnah interrupts um, with the teaching of Shammai and doesn't tell us the teaching of Shammai before the teaching of Hill, uh, because you have to put the teaching of Hillel, before the teaching of Shammai, because Hillel was a leader of the Jewish people, and Shammai was the head of the Jewish court. And then the Mishnah concludes with the teaching of Hillel, if you've acquired Torah, you acquired a share in the world to come, and then the Mishnah goes back to tell us the order of the tradition, Rabbi Yechman Zakkai received the Torah from Hillel and Shammai. Um... Okay, stop here.